I'm the music guy CJ Play, and this is another episode of the Noise Report. Uh, you know what we do here. Uh, fun, fuckery, and just randomness. Uh, music, movies, TV. Uh, you never know. Uh, but this time, um, for this episode, we have an amazing band uh, that I was introduced uh, to uh, from Bob Long, uh, Glam Rock City people. Um, they're a band called... Is it the Elmas or the Elmas? The Almas. 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 Okay, the Almas. They are out of New Munster, Wisconsin. There you go. Um, which is kind of funny. Uh, Munster, Wisconsin. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> um, they have a great CD, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to have fun, and uh, just be very random. Uh, so, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, start by introducing yourselves and uh, give a little history and all that good stuff. First of all, uh, my name is Chris, FA Bass. Yep, I'm Frank Slifka, the lead guitarist. Crystal, vocalist. You can go ahead, buddy. <laughs> Andrew Drops. And uh, I'm Josh, and I, uh, I play guitar as well. Yes. Um, you guys have a brand new city called True Cells. Um, mm -hmm. great CD, very fun. Um, I like it a lot. Um, thank you, thank you. Was weird. I was listening to it and I can't really compare it to anything. Um, which is very different well, for me because generally, <laughs> um, I can generally like right away be like, hey, this has influences of uh, Sabotage or, 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 some 41 or I can normally pick some band out that I can kind of loosely compare it to, but I really couldn't do that with you guys. <laughs> I couldn't pick any one single band out to be like, <laughs> they kind of sound like this or they kind of sound like that. Um, y'all just kind of sound like you. <laughs> so, um, good. That's a awesome. very good thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah. you, uh, you have officially stumped the music God. Uh, and probably the first band to ever do it. So, um, so, talk about some of your influences. Because I know Josh, on your thing, it said you're influenced by punk. And I definitely want to touch on that. Because uh, I'm, yeah. I'm very much an old school punk fan. So, um, that caught my yeah. attention immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we, we take a lot of influences from all over the place. I mean, me and Andrew, big punk, pop punk guys, you know, uh, Chris uh, likes a lot of, like, the power metal and, and funk. You hear that in his bass lines. Frank likes, well, yeah, Tool. Tool, yeah, Tool, yeah, Tool's cool. a big one Huge. for Chris. <laughs> Uh, for Frank, you know, we, we all, we all like all kinds of different stuff, you know, and, um, I mean, for me, it was like bands like, um, you know, Blink-182, uh, Green Day, Sum 41, which you mentioned, yeah. um, but then some of the older 90s punk bands too, like, you know, and even older, the Descendants, all, uh, No Effects, you know, all those bands really influenced Rancid. me a lot. Too. Rancid, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Black Flag. Black Flag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rollins. So a lot, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of good stuff. Like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, one of the greatest shows I ever got to witness, I got to see Agnostic Front and Murphy Law uh, play at CBGB's. There you go. And um, oh, nice. just, just a crazy show. I mean, the energy is so in your face, you know, because Agnostic Front is so, so much bigger than Life Live. 
anyways. Um, but to see him in such a small, confined area, it was just craziness. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I'd seen him a bunch of times on tour and other places. Um, but to see him there, it was really crazy and a, a very different kind of show. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah. So that was very cool. I, I, I love when what the punk thing because, like I said, I grew up with it. Dirty Rotten Imbeciles, The Descendants, um, GBH, and you know all of those old, yeah. old school hardcore bands. I was a teenager yeah. at the time, and um, you know we listened to it mainly just to piss off our parents because the imagery and the Mohawks yeah. and all of that great stuff. Um, I don't know if you yeah. can see it, but... You gotta scare all the normal people. Yeah, I have the uh, old-school corrosion of conformity tattoo. Um, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, One of our old road cases... Go ahead. One of our old road cases, I guess, belonged at DRI. We have the initials on, uh, printed on the yeah. side of it. Yeah, we have a couple uh, DRI cases. Those guys, uh, are, <laughs> those guys are insane. Um, or something. Yeah. Um, it's cool. So who was in the who was in the funk? Because yeah, <laughs> this this I don't know if this is a name you'll recognize, but one of my all time favorite records. When I say this, most people are like, "Who?" Um, but in the eighties, I lived out in California, and my mom dated a guy, and he was a huge he had a huge collection of old vinyl records, Funko, and um, he had the old record by Midnight Star. The no parking on the dance floor uh -huh. record, and um, to that day, that's still one of my favorite records of all time. And the people who do know about it, when they look at me, and then I mention it, they're kind of taken aback because I guess I don't seem like the type of person who would listen to that. But uh, <laughs> um, um, yeah, so. Um, I, I just lost my train of thought. Um, so you guys, uh, uh, talk about the new record. Like what, I guess what kind of went into it as far as the writing process and I mean, it's, as far as, you know, dealing with COVID and everything, obviously it, did it change the way you guys approached it or did it make it easier? Um, not really. When it came to recording, in 2020, we were supposed to record at the beginning of the year. We wanted mm -hmm. to write the album, record it around January, uh, February. Except we were going through a member change at the time. Our drummer had left the band. and uh, So we, we kind of postponed it. and We decided to go on tour with a substitute drummer at the time. And then COVID hit, and we actually had to stop touring. So we found ourselves with a lot of time on our hands. <laughs> so right. we wound up just writing the album then. And matter of fact, Andrew's the newest member. So he came in. Uh, we did a couple of shows with him in the past. But then we wrote the album with him. Uh, we had some ideas for some of the songs. But really the whole album was probably written in like a three-month period. Uh, recorded in two weeks or something, however long it was. Yeah, about three, yeah. about three weeks. But, uh, yeah, we, when it comes to writing an album, at first we wanted to try to write a cohesive album where the right. song sounded the same, you know, and it all kind of flowed together. Mm -hmm. And it, it doesn't work that, it, 
for us it doesn't work that way we just let the music flow and whatever comes out is gonna be inherently the band's sound so we didn't want to put ourselves in a box and so when we wrote the album we just let whatever we felt roll out and that was it and that's kind of how the album comes to be um when we write nobody ever comes in with like hey i've got this song let's add stuff to it it's never like that we always write together uh the whole the whole songs are written together you know as a group so normally they'll start with you know like a guitar riff or a bass riff or a drum part or a vocal melody that some somebody brings something to the table mm-hmm. and then we all just jam it and you know we, we'll jam it like all night and then maybe by the end of the night we'll have you know the skeleton of a song ready to go to work on the next day and just add more things to order change parts whatever we need to do yeah but mo- most of the time it's the majority of the song when we're jamming it's written like that day um you know we it's just it's whatever we feel and and that's what it's gonna be and there's no shame in in just keeping it that way you know it's true it's raw emotion and and that's and that's what it is that's how that album came out hence the kind of the title truth sells it's just it's honest this is what we're feeling and that's the end of that you know And as for COVID, the only difference is, is instead of being here at our normal practice space, we actually uh, put up a, um, what is it called? Just like a, a little heater box in our garage, and we just put all of our gear in our garage. And Yeah, yeah. We, we, practice, yeah we practice in my garage. So we went from this, you know, super nice space uh, to just the back in the garage. And it, it kind of caused us to just be... I know, humbled and back to right. the old way of when we used to practice. It was kind of nice. It's a much more intimate setting, and I don't know. It, I think it helped the album. It was a lot of fun too. It was fun. Yeah, like I mean, you know, different bands take different approaches, and like you said, it's what works for you. Yeah. As a band, I mean, obviously, somebody like Dream Theater is going to approach a record completely different than somebody like you or say ACDC or somebody like that. Um, you know, some bands take a very organic approach like you guys and it's more of a jam thing. And some are going to write, you know, I mean, if you have a a band full of, I guess, superstars per se, um, a la Dream Theater, you know, everybody's going to write their individual things and... <laughs> then you have to come together and try to make it all fit together because, you know, you have five egos that are competing for that. Um, <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> who's going to get the tasty solo? Who's going to get the tasty riff? Who's going to get the, you know, the, right. the fill over here or, or whatnot? Um, so, yeah. Um, I got some questions I want to throw at you guys. And these are, these are going to be very random, but... I have a list of like 50 questions uh, that I like to ask bands that are more than just, uh, hey, you know, are you going to go on tour? Are you going to film a video? Yada, yada, yada. Um, Because you guys probably get asked that 50 million times. Um, That is is true. So (laughs) it'll be a nice change. um, Here are some random questions or the music gods random questions of stupidity i like to call them um sweet uh so the first one if you could put something wacky on your artist writer 
such as only green M&Ms and it could be fulfilled every time <laughs> what would it be so we literally just talked about this yesterday because Frank filled, filled us in the story about the actual thing about the green M&Ms which right. was they wanted to make sure that the crew did everything right and they looked at the rider so if there was green M&Ms okay everything worked everything was put into place if it wasn't that my thing would be a football helmet and just cottage cheese inside of it <laughs> for no reason <laughs> I, no I would eat the cottage cheese I love cottage cheese so. that's what, um, yes that's what I said man I love cottage cheese no yeah. I can't instead of a bowl it's just you know, football, football helmet yes. yeah, just filled to the brim with cottage cheese just kind of see I was in the army and during basic training, you know, you would go to breakfast and they basically use the, well, the substitute eggs, I guess it is, or, you know, the fake eggs. And they're so nasty that the only way you can eat them actually is to kind of take your plate. And when you go down the line, when you get to the cottage cheese, you just put like two scoops of cottage cheese on the eggs and mix it all together. <laughs> it kills the taste of the horrible eggs. Um, so <laughs> I kind of grew accustomed. Now, like even now at home, when I eat eggs, I normally eat it with cottage cheese because that's just okay. an old habit. So, um, yeah, that's so, awesome. Um, if you could write a record outside of your genre, what other genre would you write a record? Uh, I would love to write a ska record. Nice. Yeah. 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 yeah a, ska, ska. a ska punk record would yep. be really fun. Yeah. Rock metal and or power metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I want to be probably in, I'd say a hardcore I'd, I'd like to do like a hardcore band for a little bit, you know, do like yeah. some heavy breakdowns or whatever, because I like that stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's fun to play. Uh, gent or math rock? Yeah. 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 Math rock. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to do a reggae record. I just, yeah. I love yeah. reggae, and I love punk bands that have that reggae influence. Um, right. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm white in from the north you know in michigan like you guys so um i would probably sound absolutely horrible performing reggae but um i, I have a special heart and a special place in my heart for everything jamaican um you know right. so i think everybody does yeah <laughs> right, right down to my favorite beer <laughs> there you go. so um What's the one piece of equipment that you guys own that would be that you'd consider the most important of everything you own? Okay, individually or as a band? That's the real question. Either. Just, you know, a piece of equipment that you don't think you could do what you do without. All right, for for me, I would say the trailer. The trailer. <laughs> yeah, the trailer. I was gonna say the van. Um, like, but 
the however many shows we play, that trailer has got a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, yep, that or uh, an extension cord. <laughs> if you don't have an extension cord, it's over, man. <laughs> multiple, multiple. Yes, dude, that's that. I'm surprised you didn't say Marshall Plexi. Or, uh, no, because we can get away with without one. Well, I, you know, I honestly was going to say Crystal's vocal cords. That, oh, <laughs> we're fucked that. Yeah, if you don't have your vocal cords, you're screwed too. Let me just play instrumental. Uh, yeah. I just stand up there and I clap. There you go. Tambourine. <laughs> Tambourines. Tambourine. Yeah, yeah. I like clapping better. Or uh, in our amp rack, we have a power conditioner. MVP for many different shows yes. when sound guys don't understand the difference of uh, separate power. They just give you two different yeah, power I, outlets. <laughs> I say I need two circuits. And they say, well, there's two outlets. And it's on the same circuit as the whole damn venue. You know, they plug in our amp rack and everything just goes to hell. <laughs> yeah, power yeah. conditioner. Saved yep. our amps many times. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can definitely Black. agree with the extension cord thing because, um, one of the craziest shows that my old band performed, we got we got asked to play a show in Indiana, and we showed up, and the damn thing was in the middle of a cow pasture, and we literally, they had, they had laid, like, sheets of plywood on the ground, and they had, like, 500 foot of extension cord ran oh from this God. barn out into the field, and... We're like, they're like, let's plug in over there. And we're looking at the extension cords like, fuck are we supposed to do with this, man? Like, can't plug our amps into this. We're going to blow a fuse. And I was like, no, it's on a burn fuse. And I'm like, I don't care. We've got like 1,200 watts of fucking amps over here. You can't plug this into an extension cord, bro. Like, I'm like, you, like you need separate circuits. And the guy's like, no, it'll work fine. And I'm like... Okay, we're done. Like, look, this this is a no go, man. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, like I didn't realize when you invited us to play that we were fucking showing up at Green Acres over here. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought we'd at least have a bathroom or something, you know? Right. And, and oh my God. Like, well, there's 400 acres, and I'm like. I'm not pissing behind a tree, dude. I'm <laughs> just not, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. like seriously. We'll like, do that um, I was the worst we'll one. Do it like, we just we couldn't believe it. Like, we pulled up and we're like, okay, where's, you know, where are we playing at? Because it was this farm. And we yeah. thought, okay, they're going to have it in a barn or a shed or something. And, you know, the dude's like, no, just follow the, they had stakes in the ground with a little yellow ribbon on it. And they were like, just follow the ribbons. And we're like, okay. Oh, my Lord. So we thought maybe there's something we don't see, and we just followed it and followed it, and we ended up in the middle of a cow pasture. And the guy's like, it's over there. Oh. And we're looking around like, over where? Like, <laughs> I see his pasture, bro. Oh. And he's like, that's the stage. And we're like, that's just plywood on the ground, man. Like, and he's like, well, that's the oh stage, man. God. And I was like, uh, it's going to be one of those, huh? <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was, it ended up being pretty comical. I mean, like, we stayed just to see how it kind of went. And right. some of the bands were pretty decent, but you could tell that the people doing it had no clue whatsoever. You know, it was a bunch of right. 
it was a bunch of drunk guys who thought, hey, we're going to put a show on for our friends. And, you know, and it's like, you know, I got drunk enough later. I kind of went up to the dude and put my arm around him. I was like, dude, all right, look. First rule of promoting a show. He's like, what's that? And I was like, rent a fucking club, bro. <laughs> like, there's got to be a club around yeah. here somewhere. <laughs> rent. You got a VFW hall? He's like, well, there's a... Yeah. He's like, there's like uh, the Polish Lodge down the road. And I'm like, rent it. <laughs> I was like, dude, this, <laughs> hold it in the building, okay? <laughs> I was like, because you know if it starts yeah. raining, this is going to be a complete shit show, right? Like, everybody's stuck in the cow <laughs> pasture. Much. You have exposed wiring in the rain. You know, everyone's yeah. going to die. <laughs> but... Oh yeah, um, I had at one time I had 120 volts come through my guitar pedal before. Yeah, because of bad power. Yeah, yeah I've like, had it, man. You know, people that don't <laughs> people that don't know this don't know this. Like, they don't realize like what can go wrong in. Yeah. You know, like oh, it's, it's just a guitar. Just plug it in. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it's just you know, it's just a guitar that's made of wood. With metal strings and power run through it, yeah. what could possibly yeah. go wrong? You know. <laughs> um, here's one. What kind of music did your parents listen to, and do you think it influenced what you do musically now? All right. Well, one of my mom's favorite concerts that she would repeatedly go to is ACDC. Um, nice. that, uh, Dokken, she used to listen to just all of those, like, 70s, 80s rock and roll gods. Like, that was, that's my mom's style. Uh, my dad, however, <laughs> his, uh, his favorite rock band is ABBA. <laughs> and that is what I mean. His favorite right. rock band, it would be ABBA. He's hey. very, uh, Conway Twitty and... Hey. Yo, he's more of like the oldies country. Uh, he'll go into Elton John, ABBA, stuff like that. But that's 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 it. <laughs> hey, Conway is as close to a god in country music as you're ever gonna get. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. For me, my mom really didn't listen to much music when I was younger, and my dad he was all in the classical uh, and like musicals. You know, anything off of Broadway, a lot of stuff like that. The monkeys for your mom. Oh, my mom liked the monkeys. So that was <laughs> something. Uh, but, yeah, my, my dad had some old rock and roll tapes from, like, the 50s and 60s. So all the, like, the doo-wop and stuff is kind of what I grew up on. So a lot of old stuff, man. That was a great like stuff. Some, yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff from the 30s my dad would listen to a lot. So I, I was heavily influenced by all that older older music and i actually discovered like the 80s on my own <laughs> you know uh, so so it i think for me what my what i learned from it is just the uh, the, the the true soulfulness of the yeah. older stuff you know there's a lot of soul there and i i definitely that's what i look for in any of my own writing is that yeah. try to capture that true honesty you know yeah. Um, my parents listened to a bunch of like, much like Crystal, a bunch of old country, and then unlike Frank, I heard a lot of the '80s growing up. 
Like it was everywhere, rock and roll to country yeah. to, to literally anything. Nice eighties. Yeah, for, for me, uh, I mean, my dad was a musician when he was my age too. So I mean, he was playing in bands. Uh, I think he played bass and he played guitar. So uh, he, I mean, he played a lot of, uh, or listened to a lot of like the Beatles or. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, I was a real big one. I mean, John Fogarty is a real big influence on me. Um, you know, and then my mom, my mom listens to a lot of like uh, classical or musicals. So I, I love opera um, and uh, musicals. And I, I don't know, I just like the melody, I guess. But then um, a lot of country to my mom as well. Um, I don't like country all that much, but like the outlaw country, the older country, I like. Outlaw. You know, the Johnny Cash, Willie yeah. Nelson, all those guys. Yeah. I love those guys. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really it for me. Uh, so, my parents, I uh, learned, went to a bunch of concerts. They actually like made a big like fabric out of concert t shirts that got lost. Oh. So, they were big concert oh, heads. Okay. Like, my mom was super into sticks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, it mostly came from my uh, came from my dad. Anytime we would go fishing, it, we we were one of those like we fish for the game. It was just for fun, so we would just be pumping out Led Zeppelin, uh-huh. and he would have every single version of uh, John Bottom's drum solo, steel drum, normal drum, the long, just the the one that's longer, everything. So I got a lot of that like seventies hard rock or classic rock, whatever you want to call it now. Uh, ingrained with me i don't listen to that a lot but that really it made me appreciate that type of music much. Mm-hmm. nice see i i was lucky growing up what got me kind of into this even from a very early ages i was immersed in music all around me all the time um my uncle marty has one of the greatest vinyl collections I've ever seen. I mean, he's got like 12,000 records. And my dad, my dad being a truck driver, uh, I traveled with him on the road. Uh, We pretty much lived (laughs) uh, in his truck until I was about eight years old. That's when I started school. Um, So we had had music all the time in the truck because this was back in the early 70s. You didn't have tablets. You didn't have you know, cell phones or anything like that. You had music and you had books. Um, so, you know, we had music all the time on the eight track and the cassette and, you know, and we would stop. The very first concert I ever went to, um, we had just come back from a road trip of about probably 2,000 miles. And we got home and my dad said, we're going to a concert. I was only about 11 years old. And uh, my dad took me to see 38 Special and Iron Maiden open for Rainbow. And, oh, yeah, so, that's awesome. Um, so, so, you know, shit. Yeah, but my grandparents, you know, my grandfather is 95, still alive, still listens to the old classic country. Hank Snow and Conway Trady and Farron Young and uh, Hank Sr., all of that. So I grew up with that. I grew up with Southern Rock and, um, you know, I mean, I... I I had all of these amazing influences, punk, when it hit, and we got into punk and uh, 80s hair metal when that hit, and, um, you know, I've, now, like, my uncle, I've got a massive record collection. I've got 
it's about a million and a half songs now in my record collection. So, Jeez. Um, uh. you know, so um, that's kind of where the music god moniker comes from. Because uh, if you go through my music, I've got everything from Air Supply to Bob Marley to Creator and Slayer, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. I've got, you know, I mean, I've got pretty much everything you can name. So um, <laughs> that's why I said when I when I heard your music. And I couldn't think of any one thing to compare it to. That was very new for me because normally there's always something I can say. This kind of sounds like that. Um, yeah. So yeah. You oh, guys that's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. You know, um, it's kind of just it's, a hodgepodge of everything we like. Yeah. yeah it, you know. Um, so uh, I just said where to go. Where to go? Um, if you could have your music be the soundtrack for any video game, which video game do you oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, the, currently, I think the best soundtrack that I would love if we were a part of would be the new Doom games. Yeah, well, I was going to say, awesome. too. Doom. Doom, uh, Frank and uh, one of our buddies, uh, every Thursday, they just, like, game up. And one of the games that they play is Doom. And, nice. man, the soundtrack for Doom is so good. I would love if we were a part of it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Man, if they ever remake Superman 64. No. <laughs> I want people to enjoy it. <laughs> if they start remaking, like, Tony Hawk games. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's video, Some video Tony Hawk. Video game soundtracks were like, I like I really started finding, yeah. finding music. Yeah. Like Tony Hawk games, yeah. skate, whatever those. Yeah. Like, like racing games too. Tony, 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 like, Tony, Tony, Tony Hawk Pro Skater yeah. 2. Yeah, Burnout 3. That Lazy cool. Generation, you know. Like, oh, yeah, man. You know, there's just like those one songs on the soundtrack. I, I've got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 as a kid on my computer, and I loved the soundtrack so much, I tried to put the disc in my CD player just to play the music. Because <laughs> I wanted to listen to the music, but not have to play the game to listen to the music. Uh, we we were joking in a, on a ride to a show once about like how the Sims do music. Mm -hmm. And like, that would be another one to like yeah. re-record our songs in Simlish. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. It's gibberish. It's just gibberish, but man, that would, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. For me personally, it'd be any, any hockey game. Yes. Hockey game. Because yeah. I love hockey, and yeah. that's where I found a lot of pump and stuff like that. Even like yeah. pump. Like, yeah. was in the NHL 2015. That's before I actually started liking those. Yeah. To be any, like, and I'm playing NHL, so any, like, hockey game, I would love to be in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of them is the well, answer, basically. All, all yeah. of well, it's like whenever, whenever I hear Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine, I want to do a kickflip. Yeah, because it's in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater yeah. 2, and it's just like, <laughs> this song makes me do a kickflip. Still can't kickflip, but I'll try. Yeah. See, I, the, the need for, a little need for speed. Um, let me try that again. The Forza Horizon games. You know, I've discovered yes. so much music from them, because uh, that's my favorite game. Yeah. I, I've lost so many hours of my life playing them damn games. Um, or like the music in GTA is when you can change the radio station. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's GTA. basically the um, because in Forza Horizon Three, uh, Epitaph has their own radio mm -hmm. station, yes. so they have yep, all the Epitaph. Awesome. Um, yep, yep. And you know, it's 
it's surprising when you're listening to it and be like, hey, I don't know that one. Why do I not know that one? Because I'm a huge fan of their music or of the label's music. You know, how did that band escape my attention? So I have to go back and yep, yep, right. kind of be like, all right, how did I miss these guys and, and whatnot? But um, right. um, I got some fun questions. So uh, these are more of a... This is part of our, uh, I guess, a deck card deck game we're creating, and um, this is from a this is from a deck called "What the Fuck Just Happened" edition. Uh, <laughs> so let me explain the rules to this one. Um, you're gonna have a choice between A and B, and it's gonna be in the form of "Would you rather A or Would you rather B?" And, um, okay. Okay. Most of these are very outlandish and fun, but... Um, Perfect. Would you rather have 18 brothers and sisters or 18 children? Hey, hey, hey. Brothers and hey. sisters. <laughs> yeah. I, I love kids. I want three of my own, but anything more than that, I feel like I would I'm, lose my mind. I'm, I think I would lose a kid. If I had that yeah. idea, I'd be like, oh, where'd number 13 go? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's going to have their number engraved on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're going to have tattoos. They're not going to have names. They're bold. just going to be numbers. Yeah. Colors. Or colors. Brand That's right too many. Where, where, where did Maroon go? Okay, moi. As long as there's brothers, maybe they can be our crew. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so roadies. Okay, I'm <laughs> right. later. Yes, yeah, so. brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. <laughs> I won't tell you how many I have, but um, I will say I haven't lost any yet, so that's a minor miracle. Um, <laughs> At least you're responsible. That's why I mean, we don't. <laughs> between between my children and the children that my current wife brought into our marriage. And then the one we had together, uh, there's nine children, nine total. Um, so uh, the oldest one is 28 this year, and the youngest one is 10. And uh, I can honestly say we haven't lost anybody yet. Nobody's died. Uh, nobody's been arrested or gone to prison. So um, we're, we're doing good so Snap far. On so. One. We're doing good. We're doing good. Um, um, you have a ten-hour car ride coming up. Or let me let me restart that. Would you rather have a ten-hour car ride with only Nickelback as the music, or would you rather have a ten-hour flight sitting next to somebody that you can't stand? Ten-hour car ride. Nickelback. Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can jam to Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of hate, and it's 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 it's, it's exhausting at this point. <laughs> we can always turn the music off and just ride in silence too. I mean, if that's if that's a no, it's, it's if that's either not either or. No. Okay, so you have to, yes. Okay, yeah, we'll still sing. Still, music. No, 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 same no, music. I'll, I'll sing like that the whole time. You're like I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I've never gotten a Nickelback hatred. I guess. Um, I, I won't say they're the greatest band ever, but I don't uh, understand oh no. how, you know, somebody can hate Nickelback, but then they'll turn around and say, oh, Chevelle is amazing, or, 
this band is amazing and they really sound, you know, like if you took Nickelback's music and gave it a different band name, people would yeah. trip over themselves. For example, Shinedown. People yeah. love Shinedown, but they hate Nickelback. And I'm like, yeah. they're virtually the same yeah, band. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it became a meme and just people wrote with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I, I will get behind the Five Finger Death Punch thing. I, I don't like Five Finger Death Punch. Much, <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I like his voice, though. His voice, I will give him that. He's um, got a great yeah, voice. Would you rather chill with Wu Tang Clan or chill with Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Dogg. <laughs> yeah, Snoop, yeah. Snoop Dogg all day. The Snoop Dogg is the coolest guy on the face of the planet. Him and Two Chains are the two people who like. Two Chains. Yeah. Two Chains. First name. So good. Yeah, I'm Yeah. I can't wait until we get in a fight over something. <laughs> <laughs> Here's here's one for you. Would you rather never have to tie your shoes again or never untangle headphone wires? Headphone Never wires. untangle headphone wires. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And then we'll let them, we'll get to their, where you find these guys at. Um, this is my coup de tat question. This is a question I ask everybody. Um, it uh, generally is always good for great answers. Um, would you rather every movie you watch in the future has the lead role replaced by Gilbert Godfrey or every song you hear in the future is now performed by Cardi B. Oh, it's solely okay. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert, Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> For a moment there, I actually had a mini panic attack when you said every song the vocalist is replaced. I thought you were going to say William Shatner. And I, <laughs> I was going to get yeah. so angry. Sure, William Shatner. <laughs> yeah, it's it. A. <laughs> the, Still A, regardless. But. The, the greatness of this question is, and you guys can remember <laughs> this, is you can literally put anybody in those two roles. You know, you can yeah, say yeah. every movie, the lead role is replaced by Nicolas Cage. Music by Nicolas <laughs> Or yes. you, mean, you, can, you know, you can just yeah, you could say William Shatner or whatever. You know, I mean, it's really one of the questions yeah. that, depending on your crowd, you can kind of twist it yeah. in, in any kind of way. Um, yeah, because the original one uh, for acting it was James Corden. Because I 
just do not like James Corden at all. <laughs> like everything about okay. that man just grates on my fucking nerves. <laughs> and then I had some other one, and it was always like I don't care who the artist is; it's always going to be that person because you know. Um, but I thought Gilbert Godfrey was great because it would it's it's comical in its own way, like. Yeah, yes, he's annoying. Just the voice alone. Right, he's <laughs> annoying, but it would be hilarious to see Gilbert Godfrey play uh, Gunnery Sergeant Hartman in Full Metal Jacket, or to see him play, you know, John McClane in Die Hard, or you know, replaces Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious. Yes, exactly. You know. Um, so, I was thinking of Rose and the Titanic. Yeah, exactly. So, you know it's going to be horrible, but you're going to kind of watch it like a train wreck, you know? Because, um, so. <laughs> Sorry, we're losing it. <laughs> you killed our base. We lost Chris. <laughs> that's, that's what this show is all about. Um,. Yeah, I don't know if any of you guys were ever in the military, um, but there's a saying. There's a saying in the military. Um, it basically, it's Charlie Foxtrot, and that's kind okay. of military jargon for clusterfuck. And that was supposed to be the original name of this show. Is the Charlie Foxtrot show? Because it's a big giant oh, musical clusterfuck. Hey. Um, so uh, the name was already taken though, so we went with this. But um, oh. yeah, it's, it's powerful, of course, for this show. Um, so let's end by tell everyone where do they find you guys? Where do they find your music? Um, if they want to come to your shows, if they want to buy any merch, uh, anything like that, where do they go to do that and to uh, communicate with you guys? All right. Well, first of all, you can always go on our website, almasthebandit.com. You can buy our merch from there. You can also check out our bio. We have links to our music there. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Deezer, Pandora, any of your favorite streaming platforms. We're going to be there. We're on Amazon. We're on Google Play. Uh, Apple Music. Apple Music. All you, all you have to do is type Almas the Band, and you'll find us, or the Almas. Yeah. Either one will do. On, uh, on Instagram, it's almost the band. All socials. All socials. Almost the band. That's A L M A S for you yep. people that can't seem to spell. A <laughs> L M A S. Yes. Um, guys. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to do this. I greatly appreciate oh, it. Um, hopefully, I threw something at you that. Um, was a little different than what you normally get. Um, it was, it was great. Gilbert gosh. Fucking Godfrey again. I just lost myself. Um, thank you for doing this. Uh, everyone check out their music. Uh, brand new record, True Cells. It's all over the place. Um, you can find it and um, let them know uh, that you heard them. On the Noise Report with the Music God, uh, now available everywhere, all over the world, uh, except at your grandma's house, because obviously your grandma has shitty taste in music. <laughs>